0: Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session of Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 230 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us as we continue our study and conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 88. Uh, in August the 9th to August the 15th. And today uh, we're going to skip ahead uh, in the section 88. We're going to go past the, the large section that talks about the second coming. Um, please do have some time to study that yourselves in your own time. Uh, but today we're going to begin from verse uh, 100... Oops, just uh, turn my page. Uh, verse 188, uh, sorry, 118 even, uh, which starts talking about uh, learning. It says, and as as all have not faith, seek ye diligently and teach one another words of wisdom. Yea, seek ye out of the best books words of wisdom. Seek learning even by study and also by faith. Um, I, as a teacher, as, you know, someone that's worked in education for all my working life, uh, is someone who loves uh, learning. Um, I mean, obviously, like, learning is something which we are... Told that we must do really, like it's the reason we came to this earth. Um, and the great thing about learning is that all can do it, no matter how much we know or how much we think we know. You know, learning is something that all can engage in, uh, and it's something that we should engage in. Um, Ian S. Arden um, spoke about learning and about how we should go about doing it, it's particularly learning of a spiritual nature. He says, quote, Questions about our church history and beliefs do arise. Where we turn to find the correct answers requires great care. There is nothing to be gained in exploring the views and opinions of the less informed or disenchanted. The best counsel was given by the Apostle James, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Asking of God is to be preceded by careful study, for we are for we are, are under a scriptural mandate to seek out of the best books of words of wisdom. There is a rich abundance of these books, written by heaven-inspired church leaders and recognized safe and reliable church history and doctrinal scholars. With that said, none surpasses the majesty of the revealed word of God in canonized scripture. From those thin pages thick with spiritual insights, we learn truth through the Holy Ghost and thereby increase in light. Close quote. Now, I really do agree with... Uh, him that we have, you know, a wonderful source of learning from scriptures, from prophets and apostles, from wonderful sources like that. Uh, but even when he says uh, safe, reliable church history and doctrine scholars, you know, I think that today we're kind of pushing more to a stage where the scholars that we have, uh, yes, you know, they may well have a belief in Christ, but they are using valid scholarly um Methods to study and to learn, uh, and as such, you know we can be safe in the knowledge that there is a lot of scholarly insights and discoveries which are showing the truthfulness of these things as well, which is a wonderful blessing for us. Uh, of course, that does not replace, as as uh, Brother Arden said, that doesn't re- replace the the um, the requirement on us to ask the Spirit to confirm these things to us and have that spiritual witness. Now. We then have uh, this verse which says, organise yourselves, prepare every needful thing and establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God. So we, we're we very aware of this verse and often we use it to kind of apply to the temple and how that the temple is being introduced here once again as something that the saints need to build. Um, and it's something which is... Very true about the temple, but it can also be uh, applied to our home. Elder Gary E. Stevenson said this: quote, "Whether our, whether our living space is large or small, humble or, extra, or extravagant, there is a place for each of these gospel priorities in each of our homes. In order to keep the temple and those who attend it sacred and worthy, the Lord established His servants' standards. Through the Lord has established standards through His servants, the prophets. He may well." He may be well advised to consider together in family council standards for our homes to keep them sacred and allow them to be a house of the Lord. Uh, Doctrine and Covenants section 88 verse 119 provides a divine insight into the type of home the Lord would have us build. Doing such begins the, spiritual, the construction of a spiritual mansion in which we all may reside regardless of our worldly circumstance. A home filled with treasure that neither moth nor rust doth corrupt. There exists a righteous unity between the temple and the home. Understanding the eternal nature of the temple will draw you to your family. Understanding the eternal nature of the family will draw you to the temple. Close quote. The te- the, the, as we've mentioned before, the temple uh, can only be matched in sacredness uh, on the earth uh, in the home. Uh, and obviously these principles outlined in this verse helps uh, to um, get our home to that stage. And then there is, you know, a number of things that the Lord outlines for the saints to do in order to have the home. And then also, because we are speaking about the temple here, but also, I think there's also a reference here to the School of the Prophets, uh, which is what they are establishing. Uh, And I think that uh, we should remember that context as well, because when it says things about appointing, among yourselves, a teacher and not letting all be a spokesman at once. He is talking about learning settings in the church as well. Uh, In verse 121, it says, Therefore, cease from all your light speeches, from all laughter, from all your lustful desires, and from all your pride and light mindedness and from all your wicked doings. Now, this is clearly a reference to um, a number of... um, things to do in this life, in today's world as well, which we have a lot of um, distractions and temptations, which may cause these lustful desires. Uh, Elder D. Todd Christopherson said this, quote, These were people who lived in a non-television, non-film, non-internet, non-ipod world, in a world now awash with sexualized images and music. Are we free from lustful desires and their attendant evils? Far from pushing the limits of modest dress or indulging, In the vicarious immorality of pornography, we are to hunger and thirst after righteousness. To come to Zion, it is not enough for you or me to be somewhat less wicked than others. We are to become not only good, but holy men and women. Close quotes. Um, So, you know, it's not enough just to be not making as many bad choices as others. We need to try and aim for this standard of, of righteousness. Now, of course... We will make mistakes, but that's what repentance is there for. That's what our saviour is there for. Um, but what's interesting here, and I want to make a, a comment on here as well, is that when it says to um, cease from light speeches and all laughter, of course, what what we're not talking about here is that you can't laugh about anything or have fun about something. Um, but when there are sacred things and sacred matters, then of course there is a time to be reverent and to, be, and to ponder over these things rather than be in a, um, jovial, uh, atmosphere, uh, I think. And I suppose that is what it's referring to. Um, the Lord loves laughter. Um, in fact, the Lord, like, senses of humour and, and things like that. Um, but of course there is times we need to consider when it is appropriate to, to be so in that way. Um, there are many other things said here as well. In verse 124, we are told uh, we are taught to cease to be idle, cease to be unclean, and cease to find fault with one another. Cease to sleep longer than is needful. Retire to thy bed early, that you may not be weary. Arise early, that your bodies and minds may be invigorated. Uh, there's just a lot of wonderful um, direction and, and guidance for us here to have a productive and full life. I'm going to finish with this quote by Ian, Ian S. Arden regarding idle, idleness. He says, quote, The poor use of time is a close cousin of idleness. As we followed the command to cease to be idle, we must be sure that being busy also equates to being productive. For example, it is wonderful to have the means of instant communication quite literally at our fingertips, but let us be sure that we do not become compulsive fingertip communicators. I sense that some are trapped in a new time consuming addiction, one that enslaves us to be constantly checking and sending social messages and thus be giving the false impression of being busy and productive, close quote. We must be careful that whilst we may be busy, we are doing things that are of eternal worth and value to us and to others around us. And it is very easy to be doing things of eternal worth and value uh, through our smartphone and through um, means like that. But we need to consider what is the best thing to be doing with our time and attention at that moment. Thank you very much for listening to this week. There is a number of more things we could talk about, but it's just been a packed uh section to study this week Uh, and so please do make sure that you catch up with anything that's would have been good to study uh and join us tomorrow as we begin our with our Monday episode for the week and consider um some listener comments and some study uh, and something else that we've been studying as well please join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ study session will come follow me and until we meet again